We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Welcome to the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Groove it and shake it, so glad you could make it the Elizabeth and Joey Show. It's time for the ride, you're welcome inside the Elizabeth and Joey Show. A great show today, so glad you pressed play the Elizabeth and Joey Show. The show's gonna start, it's cool you took part, the Elizabeth and Joey Show. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. Elizabeth and Joey Show. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and welcome to another episode of The Elizabeth and Joey Show. I am sitting here in the studio with my wife, Elizabeth Galvez, and we've got a really hard topic for you guys. One that I was not really... I was really reluctant. So how, say hi, Elizabeth. How's it going? Okay. First of all, I was going to say, is there like no pun intended with that statement right there? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was extremely reluctant to talk about this topic um, because it's a little it's a little uh, one of those topics that kind of scares me. Um, I, I mean, it's something that we need to talk about because I've already started rolling my eyes. I, yeah. <laughs> So, this, so what are we talking about tonight, darling? Well, this one is entitled Intimacy versus Intercourse. And uh <laughs> this one is a little scary for me only because um I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which part of it, the intimacy or the intercourse? Um and, and all, <laughs> all, all <laughs> Um all of it. Uh it's 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 a scary topic. Um but I'm going to step back. Because last episode, I like drank like three monsters and I like <laughs> took over the episode. And, and I don't think a lot of people listen to it because they're like, I don't want to hear Joey anymore. You did talk a lot on that episode. <laughs> I mean, you had a lot of great, you know, epiphanies and you, oh, yeah. you I, came to terms with a lot of things. So. I think that's more of what it was. I was like talking to myself rather than talking to Elizabeth. I was like, mm-hmm. I think I was, it was a really good uh, uh Good therapy session for me. <laughs> but I think that that's pretty standard with most podcasters, right? You talk I, I to yourselves so. a lot. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, Elizabeth, talk to, talk to us about the first point here you have on your notes. Okay. Well, what was the first thing that I said to you when I came up to, to record this? I said, don't, don't be surprised if we end up having sex tonight because of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so number one, guys, I'm going to say this here. If you have little ones in the room, oh, yeah. um, get them out of the room. Get them out of the room. If you do not feel, okay, number one, this is going to be one of those disclaimers. It, this episode here is not work appropriate. <laughs> right? <laughs> Disclaimer, everybody. Uh, so if you want to, Throw in some headphones now, or if you are in mixed company and you don't want them to hear anything about intercourse or sex, or because we are going to be talking a whole lot about this stuff that may not be um, well received in mixed company, uh, but it is going to be some things that are very important to talk about. So that's our disclaimer there, guys. So uh, put some headphones on, take the little ones out. Or find another time to listen to this episode when you are, uh, in not in mixed company. Or if you're fine, if you're fine with that and everybody else around you is fine with it, whatever, throw it on, at, put it up to 11 and listen to it very loud. <laughs> now, but this is one of those things that you and I kind of talked about on either the first or second of the newer episodes that a lot of things we are talking about over the next handful of episodes, they're all going to kind of mesh in. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer of, 
I, I'm going to use the word transparency, but I don't think you need to tell your kids everything, but I think that it's important <laughs> for them to know that you yeah. have a healthy sex life. And because we are talking about, you know, intimacy versus intercourse, I think that yeah. depending on how old the kids are, I don't think you and I intend on getting graphic. Yeah. With this. However, if if a topic does come up that is a little bit more, I promise to like throw some sirens on ahead of time. So, you know, <laughs> you can pause it at this point because I this do, is 18 or older. <laughs> I do know that. Uh, yeah. I, I, along those lines, like what you're saying, we have a nine, 10 year old son. Uh, he's going to be 10 at the end of this month, July. And I think it is appropriate for us to talk to him about what the difference is between um, intimacy and intercourse, not because and not get so graphic. I'm not talking about like tell him, tell him the birds and the bees just yet. But I think uh, talking to him about how, how you got to love one another and take care of one another. And um, at this point, I would probably more say, you know, that part Mm -hmm. of the, of the intercourse part, we're going to talk about at a later time in your life because you know he does know we're having a baby and he does he he's i'm sure there's some questions there so uh, how the heck does mom all of a sudden have a baby in her belly so those are things that are obviously working in his brain so they would need to be addressed at some point yeah whereas Um, with our 17 year old it is it is a different topic and a different conversation oh yeah but you know, she's going to, she's going to be 18 in uh next March. 7 months. 7 months. So 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 it's it, her conversation is going to be a little bit more we're probably going to get a little graphic and very uncomfortable. This is going to be one Wait, of those Who's m- going to get uncomfortable? You me? Me? <laughs> You're going to get graphic. That's what I was about to say. You're going to get graphic and I'm going to get uncomfortable. <laughs> and I hate the word graphic because you know I hear you say things like graphic novel like at least 80 times oh, yeah. a day or what have you. But every time I hear the word graphic I immediately go back to all of my medical training. And I think about like the graphic nature of surgery or the graphic nature of an ER room or whatever. This is this stuff is not graphic. This the graphic is- nature of intercourse. <laughs> Well, uh, we can touch on that, but that no, is not not the purpose of this. I'm good on that. <laughs> okay. So the very first topic that you and I kind of threw down here was, was dating. And I know that everyone goes, well, what? Dating? But I, I'm going to start by prefacing this and making just the very broad statement that almost anything that you expect to happen in your marriage you really need to talk about while you're dating. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about when you're dating, you know, Mr. So-and-so and you're looking for Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. But I'm talking about when you are engaged and or even probably before when you're working towards that engagement. Yeah, I would say so. I would say before. These are really topics. Now, I don't suggest <clears throat> sitting down at your first date and saying, let's talk about intercourse. Let's like- talk about sex, baby. <laughs> no, but no. I think along the lines of what you're saying is because 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 I think you're trying to get to the point where you need to talk about sex mm-hmm. at some point in the dating realm. Absolutely. You need to talk about what what the other. I mean, obviously, you got to know if that person's going to be like more um, Fifty Shades of Grey. And if you're not into Fifty Shades of Grey, then and they are and they're wanting to, to go there the first time that you guys have sex. It's probably you're probably not going to want to stick around for long. Right. So personally, you know, 
<laughs> okay, so you and I made the deal. We weren't going to talk a lot of personal stuff, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm breaking the deal already. Oh, my gosh. So, like, we did not really date <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, we went straight to Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> before knowing each other's names. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true. No, I'm just kidding. But You're not kidding. We didn't we didn't date. We didn't go and get to know each other. You know what I mean? Like we knew each other, but it was like we went out to a couple concerts and we worked together. So we obviously had a lot of communication. But then it was like boom, we were living together. Boom, we were broken up. Boom, we were living back together. Boom, we were pregnant. Boom, we were married. Like it just yeah. it was there was no slow motion into it, get to know each other. So number one, you and I never talked about sex. We just did it. <laughs> I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Okay. Like that yeah. okay. But I really think that that's where you're never going to discuss everything because most people that mm -hmm. are in a quote unquote, you know, Christian relationship, you're quote unquote saving yourself for marriage. So you may not know what you like or don't like. You may think you like something and then get married and realize you had no clue what you were talking about. But that, that is another show we are going to do. So I don't want to get off on that tangent. But I do agree that there mm. needs to be some things talked about. Okay. okay. Yeah. I do agree with that. For example? Oh, <laughs> for example, willingness to try. Try new I things. I need to know. I need to know if, uh, because one big thing, and this is probably going to throw... A freaking monkey in the wrench. Where are you going to uh, go with uh, this already? I'm I was so going to say, I was going to say, I said monkey in the wrench, but <laughs> wrench in the, <laughs> in the system. I don't know what, where I got that from. I, I'm saying British, like. Are you nervous? Things. Anyway, number one, <laughs> this is going to throw a wrench in the system and, uh, probably going to throw you into a debate where you're going to go off and uh -oh. I'm starting you off and I don't really, oh, this it's is so early in this conversation I, I know, for right? that. But number one, I think I should have known ahead of time. Um, are we going to use toys? If I don't like them, you'd like them. How are we going to discuss that situation? Yeah. Uh, I need to know what you like, what you don't like, obviously during sex. You know what I mean? Um, but so, so how would you have that kind of a conversation and stay clean? Because where we stand with, with sex intimacy I don't think you, now, I don't, it's hard to. Right. And I don't think it, I don't think that's why I'm saying if you guys are like been dating for a while and this is going to the point where you're going to be engaged, you both know you're going to be engaged. Okay. It's just a matter of time. This is when you have this conversation. Okay. At least in my mind, mm -hmm. that's what I'm envisioning because you have to know, Hey, on that night, how am I going to have to perform? Am I going to, am I going to, is this going to be like a freaking gymnastics? physical feet or are we just going to do be super vanilla and um you know be nuns in the, in the bedroom like what are we going to do <laughs> and, and 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 it's scary number one you're a young couple let's say you're what just 19 20 21 let's say super young couple okay that has and they're both virgins okay, okay? that is and you've never done that you know, it's so it's 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 scary already because you're like, oh, my gosh, this is the first time. What am I going to do? I'm already going to underperform mm -hmm. for a male. I'm afraid that you know, this is I'm going to go flaccid. 
or am I, I'm, how, or am I going to go too soon? Am I going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ejaculate too soon. What? So, and, and it's, and it's embarrassing for us, you know? So I am, I, so that's number one. I gotta, I think we would have benefited from discussing these things. I, I know for a fact, a lot of, a lot of, uh, fi- uh, fights and arguments probably between the two of us probably wouldn't ever happened. Right. <laughs> Oh, no, no, and I agree. And I also think that having an understanding of what each other's interpretation of vanilla is. Yeah, true. Yeah. Because the statement vanilla typically references missionary style only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that I've accused you of being vanilla on many occasions, and yet you are like, I am the farthest thing from vanilla. <laughs> as, so- I'm, as I'm standing, <laughs> as I'm standing in my BDSM outfit, and she's like, you're vanilla. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As I zip your mouth back shut. <laughs> You're being vanilla. <laughs> you don't want to use the whips and chains this time. That's super vanilla. I'm just no, but no, going to say that your your little podcast was really hot in here tonight. <laughs> no, but that's absolutely true because some your vanilla could be ex- more extreme than mine. Okay, so that's where I'm going with the whole conversation of dating. Like you guys, you need to be on some type of a level playing field. Like some of these conversations, it it's so important to know. I mean, you spend so much time when you're dating kissing. So you kind of know each other's kissing rhythm, if you will. You spend time maybe petting or making out. I guess that's the term or macking. That was the term in my day. <laughs> um, that you, you get to know each other on that level. But then when it goes into intercourse, it becomes something completely different. And I realize we've been talking a lot about intercourse so far and nothing about intimacy, but yeah. the other portion of dating is when you get to know somebody originally, all you want to do is go out on dates with them. I mean, yeah. not you and I. And be, or be with, be, be together. Be yeah. together. I want right? to do everything with you. Exactly. Yeah. But for some reason, after a person gets married, mostly after that honeymoon period is over and the bills start trickling in <laughs> and the job starts getting harder and all of a sudden there's lawns that need to be mowed and dishes that need to get done. And then there's kids on top of it. I think then it becomes very important that you date. Okay. Because great intercourse is great. I know couples who schedule intercourse. Whoa. That I know is a no, no for you. It can never be scheduled because then I don't know. Is, is it performance anxiety that comes up that I don't know. I I think so for me. Yeah. But I remember saying to you on many occasions, especially when the babies were younger and I'd be like, well, can't we just schedule it for like tonight at blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, well, now it's definitely not happening. And I would be crushed. Because Mm -hmm. the communication was off. But when you date afterwards, you give yourself an ability to step out of your day-to-day mundane, and then you can begin to practice intimacy. You can talk with your significant other. You can share those laughs. You can make googly eyes over the table. You can hold hands or play footsies Mm -hmm. or, you know, experience those moments in the car when you aren't listening to the kids screaming and you aren't thinking about if the phone bill has been paid and all of those things that happen when intimacy gets crushed and then you're no longer a couple you are just two individuals who get it on unscheduled <laughs> once a week or once a so, month or whatever. So what is intimacy versus intercourse? So we talked a little bit about both mm-hmm. here. Yeah. But to, to, to paraphrase the, the two 
uh, topics we just kind of talked about. I think everyone's going to have a different definition of that. So I think that it's okay. important that well, well, you make us. that definition Let's... with your significant other. Okay. For me, intimacy is those moments when we're laying in bed and we're watching Worst Cooks in America <laughs> and we are holding hands and we are laughing and you will look over and say, you're really beautiful. And I am sitting here shoving okay. Cheetos in my so, mouth so for with generalization... a bowl of food on my pregnant belly. So just to general, generalize that, that, <laughs> that right there, that's being together with one another, mm-hmm. uh, possibly holding hands or just, and, and giving, uh, 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 engaging in more emotional relationship and versus physical. Positive affirmations. Yeah. Physical I, touch. And that goes into a whole different five conversation. Love, love, yeah. Five love languages. That right. I, because I, I'm noticing, cause we've had that conversation before mm-hmm. with our five love, love languages. And if you guys haven't, or heard or read or anything about that i suggest going to check it out you could just google five love languages yeah and it'll pop it all up and you can you can read it there and all that good stuff but um but i i noticed when you said those things for you you said a couple of different things of your own five love languages actually they were your love languages they were mine but you had you yours kind of flip every once in a while though mine absolutely do flip but because i've known you as long as i've known you i know that my intimacy is going to come from your happiness and that sounds twisted and mm. most people yeah, a lot of therapists know. out in the world you know the the google therapists of the world just went what no i even said mm. right <laughs> but i know that when you're happy i'm happy because why, why in order, that? well, I hate the stupid saying, if mama ain't happy, nobody happy or whatever that is. I believe if it's a happy spouse, it's a happy house. So okay. if I'm making you happy and you're making me happy, how much better is that day? Okay. Do you have a tendency to love and serve me more when I am giving you what you want? Do you but notice I, but that? But I also should be giving you what you and and but and it, I will give you more of what you want when you're giving me more of what I want. It, it goes both ways. Okay. I'm just stating my side of it. But, but you, one of your love languages is service, um, service, and uh, and uh, what's the gift one? No, no, no. That's just right now. I'm registered <laughs> at. Just kidding. <laughs> She's, I'm registered at Amazon. Bye bye, bye, bye baby. <laughs> Target. <laughs> That's just right now. Cause you know, no, no, but no, your, yours is definitely service. And, and, uh, I forget what they call the gift ones, uh, the, where you, where you receive guests or you, you love it's, you can go both ways. You love to receive them or you love to give them. Yeah. A lot of people who have that love language is they usually like to give it and they, it's because they like to see people happy. Exactly. Which was, which is which makes sense why you like to see me happy. You like to see the kids happy. Yeah. We just went and recently, or as we record this, it was the day before our recording. We had a Fourth of July celebration, and we drove around trying to find a space just to park. And we wanted to. We didn't want to go because because of COVID nineteen. We had to do uh, do things differently. We couldn't be around a lot of people. So they had a drive-in 4th of July celebration. So we were going to go park in a parking lot. And it was just getting really difficult to find a place to do that. Because mm-hmm. in the area that this was happening, there was also some COVID testing going on. So there was a big, long line of cars going in the same direction that we were. Both for the celebration and both for COVID testing. Mm-hmm. So it was really difficult for us to be in that situation 
where we will if if we were in a different place that night both you or i would have gotten really angry and then yeah. they would have ruined the night but we didn't instead of we just said you know what, let's just roll with the punches and just get this done and just go um so uh but 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 uh, going back to what i was saying is you are are you like to receive uh, uh gifts but you're happy when you do that I gave you that by by having a happy moment and doing those things. And yeah, you were, by you having were ha- a good attitude was definitely a huge gift in that moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because your gifts don't and 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 only because when you give gifts, mm-hmm. you like to see people happy. Absolutely, and because you re- that moment was a happy moment for you. I felt like that is was your love language. I'm I might be like trying to search for something there, but hopefully that sums up what I was trying to say. Yeah. Hundred percent, I agree with that. So that's kind of where the intimacy aspect coming comes into it. It's more of the emotional side of it. Now that doesn't mean that you can't have intimacy in intercourse at all. It's just mainly that there needs to be an understanding that there is a separation. There are many many couples that are un- unfortunately unable to have intercourse, but intimacy keeps their relationship safe and alive. Okay. So to follow up with the whole dating aspect of it, falling back in love. I think that okay. that's a huge one that you and I have. So you're already dealt you're, with. you've already dated. We're married. You've talked, but hold on, we I don't think we finished talking about that right there real quick. I know you want to move on from that, but I still need to know when is it appropriate to have these conversations and how deep do you go into those conversations? Do I talk about, hey man, I, you know, I, I like you, I'm sure, and here we go. It's really hard because we're we're gonna have to talk about each other's likes and dislikes here. And we really didn't want to do that, but uh, here we go. And we're 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 uh, opening up here. We're being transparent, guys. Uh-oh. We're being transparent. <laughs> okay, here we go. So if you don't want to hear about what happens in our <laughs> sex life, turn it off. <laughs> but just download it and share it, just just in case, because I want those numbers to come in. No, <laughs> but uh, so uh, I think it, what we would have benefited from from those talking about this because I would have figured out. That you don't like me uh, when, like when we first dated, there was a moment where you you didn't like me to touch certain parts of your body because of things in your life. I learned that the hard way, and we I remember specifically because we had a big fight about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. "What? I'm just trying to show you love. I'm just trying to show you intimacy. I'm trying to show you that I care." And you're like, "Don't touch me there." And you went to a place where you're yeah. like, "I barely know you." Don't do this. Totally. Like, but we were, we've been dating for months and months and months. And I figured, dude, she's my girlfriend. I can not like put my hands on her without, without permission. But like, I thought that I could show you affection and show you intimacy Mm -hmm. in that moment. And it was just a big no, no, because we never talked about it. Right. Well, and you know, that's, that's definitely, you got to talk about, that's a legitimate, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up in, in the sense of, that that is part of communication. Mm-hmm. You probably should talk with your significant other, especially if this is going into a lifetime contract or a lifelong contract. Mm-hmm. You really should <clears throat> be able to speak with your loved one about past traumas. Yeah, that, traumas. Because number one, and, we don't we don't know because if you guys are, are, have hung out a handful of times, you're dating. Let's say you're to the point where you're going to be engaged. Have you had that conversation? Let's say. Uh, uh, partner A and partner B. Partner A was sexually abused. Partner A was not and doesn't know that world. So 
partner A has never really wanted to open up very much about that. Partner B knows about that partner, right. partner A's abuse, but they don't know the full picture because mm-hmm. it's really hard for partner A to talk about those things. We know those things are really hard to, to speak about, especially when all you want to do is forget about it, right? And, and and yes, people move past it and with therapies and and talking about it. And yes, we but we're talking here. We're just we're just clarifying this position here. So I think it's really important to talk about those things. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here really quickly because one of the other topics that we wanted to throw into this, and I think that it's, I think that you bringing up this portion of it is important to have this conversation really quick Mm -hmm. we had talked about wanting to to we have talked about wanting to talk about i feel like i've said talked a thousand times um (laughs) but we said communication versus disagreement or communication within a disagreement or any combination of that and i think that that is a huge thing that needs to be discussed here if you cannot communicate about sex if you cannot communicate about your past Rather, it's past love life, past traumas, past whatevers. If you can't communicate about that, you are not going to be able to have real intimacy because you are two separate individuals jumping into bed, period. And I may get a lot of, again, the Google therapists out there that are like, nope, that's not true. But come on, intimacy comes from a an openness and and a trust and a yeah. love and a mutual respect for each other. Yeah. Intimacy, especially in this conversation, intimacy with, you know, a, a, a good friend is, you know, being able to have a trusting conversation, but intimacy with your spouse, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to communicate. And in communication, we all know that disagreements come up. We've, we have talked about that yeah. in this show already, that, We've tried to talk about certain things, about likes or wants or needs, and fully disagreed on it because neither of us were willing to to step back and trust. I That word is so pivotal. Oops, sorry. That word is so pivotal in all of this. If you Mm -hmm. cannot trust the person that you are going to be intimate or have intercourse with, strongly suggest to you before you step into that room, go to the bathroom, look in the mirror and ask yourself, is this the right choice to make right now? (laughs) I I just, I mean that. And that's one of those things that I have said to our daughter a thousand times. If you are on a date and you are just like, I can't talk to this guy about anything, you need to step into the bathroom and you need to ask yourself a really serious question. Is this date going anywhere? Is this relationship going anywhere? If you cannot trust them, get out. Get out. That's your gut telling you something. So that's a whole nother conversation for okay. another time. But cool. so communication is so important in all of this. Mm-hmm. And if you have a disagreement, that's fine. But yeah. understand that you need to step back for a minute and know that whatever it is that you're saying is triggering your significant other. That's where the disagreement is coming from. It's coming from a fear. It's coming from a, a, a conflict of being able to open and hear what the other person is saying. And that's not to say that that doesn't mean that the per- that the other person is like, nope, that's a hard limit for me. Nope, I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But I am saying if you are not able to talk about masturbation, sex toys, um, past traumas, 
um, oral sex wants dis want not wants dis wants dislikes. Dis- What's the word I'm trying to dis- find? Dis wants. <laughs> then you need to step back for a minute. Yeah, and you need to really decide where. When you can get comfortable, how you can get comfortable. Yeah. There are so many books that couples can read. There are so many, you know, forums that you can get information. Counseling. I know mm. nobody wants to talk about counseling, but counseling so that you can find the ability to communicate safely mm-hmm. with, yeah. with these topics, because there's no way you're going to go any further until yeah. you can communicate or, or disagree and find a common ground after the disagreement. Yeah. Okay, so I I don't mean to move us along quick, but here, but um, we are possibly we're married. How do we fall back in love? Okay, so this is a hard one because you and I have been divorced <laughs> from each other from from each other, and, and then, then remarried, remarried. So I'm actually going to ask- another, to one another to the same. <laughs> so a lot of people who don't know our story. Okay, yeah. We not we didn't really date. We had a fling and we kept that fling going and we never really kind of said, hey, you want to be my girlfriend, want to be my boyfriend. We just kind of jumped in it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes quite literally. <laughs> and then uh, and then we just kept it going and then we broke up and then got back together and we broke up, got back together multiple times. Then finally, uh, one of those times that we got back together. We got pregnant, got married as you were pregnant, and then we got divorced a year later. Two years passed. Um, both of us have significant others in between, and then we reunite with one another as we are both kind of uh, single, not single. Um, we were kind of like in that iffy stage of our relationships with the other person, but not really uh, doing anything specifically important with them and then we uh reunited got back together and then remarried one another right so that's our story with all of that (laughs) we never worked on any of the trauma and we still yeah we never did we never discussed any of the past issues from the previous marriage we never discussed issues from quote-unquote dating yeah we never we just swept it all under a rug and we just Went for it again. You and I have this tendency to just go for it. <laughs> and unfortunately, I think even still to this day, we still have it. Right. Because it's it's scary and communication and trust. Uh-huh. It, it's very difficult. Yeah. It, and, and at this point, we've been together off and on for what, almost 12 years? 13 so, years. Yeah. So let's say take out the two, three years that we weren't together. That's 10 years completely yeah. when we were actually with each other. Mm-hmm. Three, taking away the three years, we're together for 10 years. Right. And so I think it's very fair to say that you and I are experts at how to do it wrong, number one. (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely true. (laughs) But you and I are are still, oddly enough, in the stage of learning intimacy because we are working on learning how to communicate better, trust each other better, um, accept each other for differences on on all accounts. Because we we wanted to fast track our relationship into, into, we're like, hey... Let's screw, forget all that. And what I was going to say, use the word screw, but I was like, oh, we, we screwed first. But, uh, uh, <laughs> and that's where I was trying to get to the, the point that I was trying to make. I, I guess I'll just say it. we screwed first and then we uh-huh. are now paying for it now. And, and we're, come on, any relationship that you're with, any marriage, you have arguments. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, you are two different people with two different minds, two different ways that they work. You're going to butt heads. That's just, that's just reality. I wish earlier in my life, I knew that. I wish that right. at 17, 18, 19, I knew that. And it doesn't help that you're this sassy Latino and I'm this like <laughs> and amazing fire, Fiery redhead, redhead, Irish, <laughs> crazy girl. Uh, so, um, you but, like how I made you sassy and me wonderful? Did yeah, I saw that. that. That's the, and um, that wasn't manipulating at all. <laughs> but no. <laughs> so, but no, so for real. So how did you yeah. fall back in love with me, Joey? Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to sit back here and cross my, my ankles and <laughs> look at you. I think that's hard. And I, I, here's the hard truth. Mm-hmm. I think that we are still doing that. I, th- I don't think that we ever really did because when, when, when I, when we came back and reunited that after our divorce, we just jumped right back into it again. Right. We did it. We did exactly what we did the first time when we were dating. Yeah. Agreed. And then the second time when we were married and then this time. Uh, so I think that's not to say that we don't have love and that's not to say that we're not in love and that we're not committed to each other. But I think that that deep 100% completely trusting, I mean, we trust each other. Like, I don't, Uh I don't want this to come across as like, I think, I think what it is, is you and I, you had it right. We, we, the one thing that we can trust each other to do in our relationships with you and I, with one another Mm -hmm. is try to fast track and skip steps. Yeah. And I think that's what we did. And I, and I think that's probably our problem. And the reason why we have, and, and I'm going to say it, we have our problems. And yeah. Our problems is because we want to fast track and skip steps when we need to take the correct steps. Cause if you skip steps on a staircase. What happens? You fall and hurt yourself. Oh, I was going to say you get great muscle tone. No, you, you can <laughs> fall and hurt yourself. Right. You can miss a step. Yeah. If you miss a step. What happens? You fall and hurt yourself if you miss a step. Yeah. And you, you, you don't die. You know what I mean? You, but you it's could, embarrassing you and could. it sucks and it hurts. Ex- and that's yeah. exactly what you and I have done. Mm-hmm. We've missed steps. We've hurt each other. We've fallen. We may have broken some, some limbs here and there, broken our hearts. Mm-hmm. One another has broken each other's hearts, but we, missed steps and i think we continue to do that sometimes and i think when you are and i are on point i think we are taking those steps at the proper pace but when we are not we're missing steps so i guess that's the answer to how to fall back in love take take steps and take the take the correct steps and take it at your pace and you got to remember my pace is different from elizabeth's Mm -hmm. pace and vice versa yeah. So being in a relationship, you need to, here we go again. Um, just like our, our, our last episode when we were talking about the kids, I need to meet you at your pace. You need mm-hmm. to meet me at my pace. And we need to trust each other enough to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So my favorite analogy that I use for so many different things is the, the whole disco ball. We're on two separate sides of the room. We're at the same party. We're at the same dance. The same music is playing, but we're looking at this disco ball and I see one shimmery piece of glass and you're on the opposite side and you see a secondary <laughs> yeah. shimmery piece of glass. It's not that we're looking at a different disco ball, but we see totally different points on it. And it's the accepting that, you know, we're, we're at the same party. We're looking at the same stuff. It's just, I may see something differently. You may see something yeah. differently. It doesn't mean that either is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next statement here is peace and growth. So what did you mean by that when you wrote it down? 
Right. Um, I think after a lot of what we just talked about, I think that it actually has a lot deeper meaning to me right this moment. And that could just be the hormones talking. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. But I think in yours and my case, it's been very difficult to accept and move on, to okay. forgive and move on, especially being that we haven't taken a lot of those steps. But yet we've still managed to grow in our relationship. We've yeah. managed to figure out the day by day. And even though, you know, like we've talked about, we are not perfect. We do not, you know, go to bed at night and go, well, I was perfect today. Like that's clear. <laughs> I mean, I do a lot. Clearly but... you don't know my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I think kidding. that there, there's something about acknowledging what we have done. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you originally the thought was that you know, each person grows differently. And so being accepting of your significant other and their growth, rather it's a sexual change or an emotional change or a physical change, accepting them in their growth, having peace in their growth. But I think that just because of everything that's been brought up, I think that it's accepting where we've grown as a couple. Mm -hmm. And I think that's intimacy right now. Okay. And I think that might get you intercourse later. Um, <laughs> That's twice now, so I'm expecting it. Don't, Are we scheduled? Don't schedule, don't schedule it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but I think that that's that that is huge. I think this mm -hmm. next topic is the one where you're gonna lose your mind. Uh oh. Why? What is it? The next topic is talking about sexual changes. No, I don't okay. mean male to female or female to male either. Oh so what do you mean by the sexual change? Okay. I think so, you, you wrote down changes in sexual behavior. Okay. Okay. There, so what that, does that that's mean? That's the full terminology I used with it. Here we go. So a woman's sexual peak is approximately <laughs> oh. between the ages of 30 and 37. Approximately. Okay. Because there's hormonal factors. Mm -hmm. A male's sexual peak is between 19 and 25. Okay. So how the heck are we ever supposed to? <laughs> and there we go. That's, that's. We're off. What? So chemically, we're always going to be off. Is that's that what, what we're women saying? women should go for young bucks, right? Oh, no. Elizabeth, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll gladly let you do that if you want to go. Fine. No. I'll just lay in bed I'm... and just chill out. I'm done. My that peak wouldn't... is over. I'm gone. I'm, I'm chill. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally just kidding. But I think that that is a huge factor. Okay. And I, th I think if human beings could look at that and go, okay, her needs are going to be different. So you and I met each other. I was about 25, making you around 23, somewhere in there. 22, 23, yeah. Okay. So I think it's very fair to say that I was not scared of anything in the bedroom. Okay. <laughs> Whatever we want to call that. Okay. There are a million terms that we could use, but I have always been sexually adventurous. Okay. I have always been down to, you know, what, anytime, anywhere, all the time. Whereas <laughs> when I met you, you were down anytime, anywhere, anything. <laughs> you were like, yes, let's go. And so we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of compatibility in that respect. You were in your sexual peak. Like you yeah. were there. Okay. And then life happened and I got very tired and my adult body became an adult body. And all of a sudden it wasn't like, Oh, she's going to orgasm. Boom. 
da, 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 and I refused to let you feel bad. This is me talking. Mm-hmm. I refused to let you feel bad and think that you were inadequate. And I never communicated with you. Hey, that's not doing it for me anymore. That's not working anymore. And so mm-hmm. we just quit having sex. Because what was the purpose? I didn't want you to feel bad. I didn't want you to think that I was needy all of a mm-hmm. sudden. I it, it affected our sex life. And I think but, you can but agree with that. that. Yeah. And, and, a lot, and there was a lot of factors in that, too, because there was yes. a period where we were we were apart from each other. Right. Now we had to come back and learn one another again. Which always in that, that first honeymoon period, yeah. it's a great time. And we have a lot of fun. And then real life happens. And it's no we had longer resentment new. towards one another as well. Exactly. So that was really hard as well. So we had to get past that resentment. There was even a moment where. And that's where the intimacy affected the intercourse. Uh-huh. But I'm talking and, about and, the physical intercourse. And, and I ho- really hope that you forgive me. And if you want, I'll, I'll edit this out if I say if I say something you don't want me to say. But there was even a moment where you told me that you're like, oh, I must not. You you must you must not like me anymore. Oh, yeah. I've said that many times to you. And it was during sex. Yeah, because of, of several factors. And and I don't want to get into the nitty gritty and the, mm-hmm. the details of that. But there are many times and I was concerned it was weight gain after babies or when I decided to do a lifestyle change and gained a bunch of weight because I quit smoking cigarettes. They don't tell you about that. But, <laughs> you know, that that happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But again... That's the intimacy side of it. That's mm-hmm. the emotional side of it. That's not the physical side of it. Yeah. And I think that that's where things get really confusing because somebody goes, oh, well, you didn't perform the way I wanted you to. Therefore, you don't like me. You don't think mm-hmm. I'm pretty. You don't find me attractive. That's the intimacy yeah. side of it. That's the side that if you're solid in your intimacy, mm-hmm. those are not the thoughts that come to mind yeah. with the intercourse side of it. So. As now, I should edit this part out, as almost a 38-year-old woman who is now pregnant with my fourth child, and for any women that are out there, I am suffering from bowling ball syndrome. Men, you don't (laughs) want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Women know what I'm talking about when Uh they are 29 weeks pregnant, and it hurts. My body hurts. Mm -hmm. Um. There are things that I do not want to transpire in 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 intercourse currently. (laughs) I don't want intercourse at all. That does not mean that I don't want the release of an orgasm, but because my body has changed and, you know, sensitivities aren't the same or erogenous zones aren't the same or what have you, it's still difficult for me to come to you and say, I'd rather you not do that or I'd rather you do this or I'd rather you do this longer. It becomes this mm-hmm. nervous because just like for you having the conversation of, am I going to go too fast? Am I not going to be good enough? I have my own concerns of mm-hmm. making you feel uncomfortable in that same okay. realm. So accepting each other with changes I don't know. Do men change? Because I'm pretty sure your organ works the exact same way. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that, you know, like a microphone, you could blow on it and tap the top and it's going to work. You're not supposed to do that. Never blow on it. No, no, never blow on a microphone. But, uh, but no, no, um, I think so. I I think so because what, and, and I think we're, 
my mind goes when you use this word, uh, sexual behaviors or uh, changes in sexual behaviors. Um, see how I'm skirting your question. Oh, uh, I, I see it. Don't <laughs> worry, I'll bring you back to it, darling. No, no, I, I agree. I think I think there's a mo. I, yes, physically it works the same as it did when I was 23, but the things that well, I get, know that, but I'm talking about where the yeah. things <laughs> that get me to the point where I'm gonna blow <laughs> don't uh, have changed from when I was younger till now. Um, obviously back then. I was like all about it. Anything can, can can turn me on, right? But now it takes a little bit more for me to 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 want to be in the in the in the mood because now my sexual peak is over, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, well, nah, okay, now and and I'm I'm being truthful here, guys. Every guy comes to this point in his life where he just he just doesn't feel like having sex. I'm telling you, everybody's gonna go through it if you. Are listening to this man, male, uh, buddy. you buddy, <laughs> homie, uh, lad, <laughs> all the guys out there, all the males out there who have a male organ. I know you know this. You are going to get to the point where you just don't feel like having sex, even when your wife is like in front of you in the skimpiest little outfit. And if you're not into it, if you're not up for it that night, not gonna happen every man goes through that it's just nature so if you're gonna you're listening to this and you're like no that's not true he's lying he doesn't know what he's talking about you're lying to yourself buddy number one and that's just that's just what it is um so there's that um so it takes a little bit longer sometimes for me to kind of it's all in your mind right yeah, it's all in your mind. It's all a mindset thing. So, as I think far as that. getting in the mood, but there are yeah. physical things that will stop. Obviously, you touch it; it's going to grow. <laughs> right, and that's that. Thank you. That's the point that I'm getting at. But, thank you for saying that. Now, n- hold on, because for a male, typically, okay. Now we're not talking about um, health concerns. We're not talking about um, I- any of those extenuating circumstances. Uh-huh. Okay, we are talking about the basics here. Okay. If you look at it or touch it or water it, it will grow. <laughs> am I, am I okay? True. Like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is not how it works for a woman. That is not how it works for a woman. And I know that so many men out there are going, she's lying, but look over at your wife right now. Go look at your girlfriend right now. And if she's not looking straight down or out the window or avoiding your stare, then she's lying to herself because it does not work like that. Mm-hmm. You cannot touch yeah. it, blow on it, look at it, water it, and it's not going to grow. There is so much more that goes into it when time goes on. And I'm not saying that you have to spice it up to make it work. No, but the anatomy changes. The anatomy changes. So we have talked. We're not going to go into detail. So how do I get you? No, just kidding. Okay. We, You're not going to go into detail because like, I really need to know the answer to that. Listen, how do I help? The, how do I help this situation? Now, this right? is where <laughs> the male ego and the male pride needs to exit stage okay. left. All right. See you guys later. And he, <laughs> don't leave me to do this by myself, please. Because <laughs> now I just feel awkward. <laughs> um, seriously, that's where the communication comes into it. If a female, if you're spouse, if the person that you love is saying, baby, I don't like that. Baby, harder. Baby, softer. 
any of those terms, mm -hmm. you have got to step back from your pride thinking that you know what she likes because 10 years ago, that's what she liked and stop and stop and listen. Now, touchy, touchy, touchy subject. No pun intended. That's where toys come into play. I am not suggesting solo play. If that's your party, man, have a good time. Okay. In our relationship, that is not our party. Mm -hmm. But that is where additional stimulation comes into play. Because as you get older, your hands become old. Your mouth becomes <laughs> old. Your toes become old. I'm not suggesting toes. That's a bacterial infection waiting to happen. However... <laughs> <laughs> are the kids or do we make sure we lock we the kids in the, all of the okay, kids okay, good. but that is where it comes into play it is not because you're not good enough it's because the anatomy changes mm. and again i don't want to get into graphic details here but you know there used to be things that like you could slap things and i was like party all night long and how many times have i said don't do that yeah I don't need you to do that. I need you to do it this way. And what do you always do? You do the thing I told you not to do because it's what the pattern is. Mm -hmm. So we have to stop this, this idea that whatever worked 10 years ago is going to work today. Life changes. The body changes. And if you have intimacy, you will be able to accept those changes in intercourse. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah. Fair. Okay. It's really hard for us. And I don't want to talk, talk for every man out there because every man out there might be like, yes, let's do that. Let's incorporate toys and things. And yeah, let's do that. But for me, I'm not that guy. I, I'm, I'm one of the guys that's like, well, number one, if my wife, um, when my, when my wife has asked me about these things, I said, well, what? I'm not good enough. Right. I'm not going to, I'm, I, so what you just rather use that than have me do anything. And, and it's, it's, it's hard to accept that. And I have to get past my own self to understand what she's feeling or what she's going through. Or, Cause yes, for her, it might be embarrassing that she's even asking it at all. It might be embarrassing that she's acknowledging her body is going through this in the first place. These yes. changes, but I have to get past it, but at this point in my life where I'm just like, why do I have to get past it? If that's my, if that's what I don't like, why do I have to be forced to like something she likes if it doesn't make me comfortable? And I think that's where it come, becomes a problem where we need to sit down and readjust and re, re, and speak again, go back to that moment where you were having a discussion when you were dating when you should have. Have another discussion now after your sexual behaviors have changed because now she may want to incorporate something that you are not comfortable with. And I don't believe that it should be. And it goes both ways. If a man wants to incorporate something that the female is not uh, okay with, I don't think you should give in and be like, well, I don't want her to be mad or I don't want, I don't want him to be mad at me. We need to do this. And this is what we need to do. No, there if you're not comfortable. You don't have to, because it goes back to when women say this about themselves. Women say, it's my body. You don't have the right to tell me what to do with my body, correct? Mm -hmm. 
I think it should not be a double standard. I think it should go both ways. A male should be able to have that same right to say, you don't have the authority to tell me what to do with my body. Because we have, we're all about equal rights here, right? A hundred percent. But what I, all I was going to say is there's a term that's used typically in the BDSM culture. It's called hard limits. And I think that that is a extremely huge thing that needs to be discussed. And that will change. That may be one thing when you're first getting to know each other. It may be another after a month of marriage. It may be a complete other after five years of marriage. I, you know, kick the kids out of the room for this one. Anal sex. That is typically for a new bride and off the table, hard limit, not going to talk about it. I cannot tell you how many women I have talked to or known that after a handful of months of marriage, they're like, I don't know why my husband doesn't want to try this. And I'm like, I thought that was a hard limit. Hard limits change. But I think that you are a thousand percent right. There, There's the boundaries conversation. You cannot expect your spouse to do anything, anything that's going to make them uncomfortable. However, Sex is a two-way street. And if you get to get off, so do I. So if a toy is off the table in your relationship, then partner A had better figure out how to fix partner B. I don't think that, I don't think it's that at all. Not I think, fixed, I think, but take care of. I think that it is, you need to number one, look at, so if, so let's say my, my partner, my wife is asking me to incorporate a toy. Let's say, and I'm going to say it. Here we go, guys. Close your ears if you don't want to hear it. Let's, here's scenario. My wife just asked me to use a dildo. A sex toy, a, 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 um, battery operated. I don't know how the proper way to say it. Sorry, that's a word. Dildo, sorry. Um, my wife asked me to use that. I am not comfortable. So how do I, you know, talk to her about this? I'm not comfortable. Number one, I don't, I don't want to come home from being at work. Hey, where's mom in the room? Door's locked. Mom's using it on herself because I can't, I'm underperforming. That's where my mind goes. Number one, that's just one thing scenario, right? I'm just not comfortable with it at all. How do I talk to her about that? And how do I, and then now let's say she's, she's like, okay, we talked about it. She's like, cool with it. She's like, okay, we won't use that. Now it's up to me to figure out what are the aspects of what, what does a, what does a toy like that do for her? How do I stim, not, how do I simulate the stimulation that that toy does for her? How do I figure that out? And if I can't match the stimulation of that toy, then how do I figure out something that is similar? And if it takes longer in the bedroom to get to that stimulation or that uh, uh, that peak that the stimulation of that toy would uh, take for her, then I need to be able to reach that goal. You literally just reiterated what I said. I said it in a lot less words, but you you said. Here we go. Where you guys are about to hear a fight. Here no. we go. You're about to hear a fight. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> if If the boundary is no I think I said it better, the- number one. That's fine. I'm just kidding. You know, you could. You want to be right, or you want to be happy. I mean, oh, whatever's crap. clever. Oh my gosh. Um, however, 
you know, there's a, I'm just going to be real honest, that whole, uh, you might be getting some later is, you know, dwindling. However, wow, really? <laughs> I, I'm seriously though, if in a relationship you're looking at this and you're going, Hey, that's a real hard limit for me. I'm not comfortable with that. Then that's why I'm saying to you that it it's imperative that each other understands in order to have a healthy sex life, two people have got to be orgasming, not climaxing, orgasming, or one is unsatisfied. I'm sorry. That's that's the facts of it. And for any male to think, oh, well, if she doesn't have an orgasm, it's fine. Mm, that's not okay. Because if I were to say that to you, if I were to get off, boom, like that, and I was like, you're good. We had a good time. <laughs> yeah, How would you feel? You'd feel kind of cheap and used, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. unfortunately for a woman, it's going to take more time as you get older. Again, that's where the intimacy comes into it. Yeah. The trust, the communication, the respect for each other, the trying new things in bed. And I it, take toys off the table, trying new things in bed trying new positions, trying more foreplay, trying lube, trying, I mean, go to a sex shop, man. You don't, you don't need me to tell you all of those things. Go look it up on a website, try something different because if she's unsatisfied, that's not cool. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, that's when she's going to cheat on you because if she's going to cheat on you, she's going to cheat on you whether she's satisfied and better or not. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm. It, but a woman needs extra sometimes they need extra and they need it from you from their significant other and rather that's with a toy or with whatever you got to work that out in your relationship but in order to have the best sex life you have got to have the intimacy the best intimate life yeah yeah so I'm it, really proud of you. You've done really, really good. I feel like I was more embarrassed about some of the things you brought up than, than you were. <clears throat> this microphone definitely gives me uh liquid courage. No, wait, yeah. that's not liquid, is it? This is not liquid. Uh, some courage. You definitely, you, you do. You, you're you a lot braver. And it's funny because I have a feeling if we go and continue this conversation downstairs, you're going to clam up on me real quick. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all about the content, Elizabeth. Uh, I am get, really, get I, I just have to say from wife to, or from hus, from wife to husband, I really am really impressed with your ability to have opened up here because for those that don't know you, this is not a conversation you have at all. <laughs> It, I mean, we could be in bed and you're like, don't talk to me about this. No, don't look at me in the eye. <laughs> look at your shoes. <laughs> Seriously, though, don't look at me in the eye. <laughs> no, I, I think it's I think it's right. Good, though. I think the key the key points out that I got from this is, is <laughs> I said it. Don't look at me in the eye. Um, <laughs> the key points that I got from this. Amazing. You you are laughing it up over there. Uh Again, sorry. <laughs> so number one, you gotta, before you even get to the point of thinking about being intimate, you gotta communicate. Yes. You gotta talk about it. If you're going to get engaged to this man or this woman, talk about sex. Turn on that song and say, let's talk about sex, baby. No, no, for real though. Mm -hmm. You gotta talk about it. Figure out what you guys are gonna, what you like and what you don't like, because the worst thing is 
on that honeymoon or you're not and you're and dudes expecting to you know he brings out the whips and chains and you're not a whips and chains chick oh i was like yay oh that's not what we're doing then then you know that's (laughs) it's not gonna happen right that's you're just gonna sit back and be like what did i get myself into yeah dude turned into a creep real quick (laughs) or she turned into a creep real quick right so don't look at me when you I'm, say I'm, that. I'm, 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 I'm trying not to look at you in your eyes. So com- have a conversation. Figure out what your needs are. When you're married, you're just like you change every day. You are still laughing over there. <laughs> when you are married, just like people change, your sexual behaviors change too. Yes. So you are always needing to adapt and learn each other. Yes. Co- communicate, conversation, figure out what, and, and just with intercourse, because and, intercourse changes, so okay. does intimacy. Yes. So does intimacy. So figure out what you need from your partner. Yes. It's always changing. And fall back in love with one another because you will grow better, right? Yeah. And be okay with that growth. Be okay with changes. Don't take it personal. And, and again... Don't, if you don't like something, don't just give in because you want the other, you don't want, you want to satisfy the, your, your significant other. There's Talk more about than it. one way to skin a cat. <laughs> Elizabeth, <laughs> that is that you with these innuendos now. You're like, you're like trying to cut your, your like embarrassment, your embarrassing time with these jokes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, that's, that's, that's all we've got for today, guys, because Elizabeth is just having a good old time over there. <laughs> so, um, if you guys like to hear some more about this kind of stuff, uh, find somebody else because we ain't going to talk about it. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> anyway, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Um, come hang out with us again. Uh, don't judge us for this episode. <laughs> because <laughs> we have some good stuff coming up elizabeth what's uh what's the next episode we're gonna be talking about i don't um, I, i'm i'm a little scared so we're gonna change it from sex to meal prepping <laughs> we gotta go real quick guys we gotta flip it and be like let's go to something tame we are we're gonna we're gonna talk about preppers but not preppers like the crazy people that are like COVID prepping. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about, you know, easy ways to do some meal prepping, large family meal, um, menu during planning. The, during a pandemic, right? Yeah. Feeding <laughs> all of these kids and husbands during this time. We're gonna we're gonna, you know, um my husband Elizabeth. encouraged me to throw some recipes out yeah. there. So yeah. we'll do that. And we're gonna talk about some of the things I can't do well in the kitchen, which is not a sex related statement either. <laughs> and and things I can't do in the mm-hmm. kitchen, like clean it. Oh, oh, amen to that. Um, and then we're, we're, I still don't know how to use, how to work our dishwasher guys. Um, <laughs> anyways, and we have, we have quite a few other, you know, non-sex related topics coming up, but we do have a few other topics Yep. on this realm. And I'm going to stay quiet next time. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> we thank you guys for hanging out with us here on the Elizabeth and Joey show. For now, we'll see you next time. Groove it and shake it so glad you could make it the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Time for the ride, you're welcome inside the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Great show today, so glad you pressed play the Elizabeth and Joey Show. 
the show's gonna start. It's cool you took part. The Elizabeth and Joey show. The Elizabeth and Joey show. The Elizabeth and Joey show.